the book of Ruth chapter 2 and the 8th verse and the gospel of John chapter 15 and the 7th verse. If Ruth chapter 2 verse 8 and John chapter 15 and the 7th verse. Then Boaz said to Ruth, You will listen, my daughter, will you not? Do not go to glean in another field, nor go from here, but stay close to my young women. And John chapter 15 and the 7th verse. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you put that scripture once again? Ruth chapter 2 and the 8th verse in the KJV. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not my daughter? Go not to glean another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight I want to title the word Favor to Remain or Favor to Abide. Hallelujah. Favor to remain, favor to abide. When we look at the book of Ruth chapter 2 and the 8th verse, it says, But abide here, fast by my maidens. The Boaz in the Old Testament speaking to Ruth, his future bride, stay here. Stay here close with me. The same word, abide here, the same word. Remain here. The New Testament, Jesus telling his future bride the same thing. Who is the heavenly Boaz? Says in John chapter 15, if you abide in me or remain in me, and my words remain in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. Hallelujah. Favor to remain. I wanted to look into four things today. What is favor? What is the characteristics of favor? What is the nature of favor? And how to remain in it? Hallelujah. Once again, hallelujah. What is favor? The characteristics of favor? The nature of favor? And to how to remain in favor? Or the favor to remain? Both are the same. We have learned favor means preferential treatment. How many of you are enjoying that? Hallelujah. Favor means advantages. Singled out advantages above others. Hallelujah. Joseph had advantages above his brothers. Advantages above everyone. Lord singling us out. Hallelujah. That's why I told you, don't leave the preferential treatment or the preferential domain of your life. Don't leave the preferential territory of your life. Don't leave the advantages which you are a part of and leave that to some other place. You can only have favor 
in the domain where God has called you. That's why God said, oh, Boaz told Ruth, Ruth, now you have found your domain. You have found your territory. You have found your place. Now don't leave there. It's only a start. You're going to increase your favor from this place. Lord is telling some of you, Hallelujah, you have found your territory. You have found your domain. Remain there. It's only going to increase over your life. How many of you believe tonight? It's only going to increase and it's not going to decrease over your life. For God has seen you. Ah, yeah, yeah. Then I come to that next point. You can only have favor where God sees you. Hallelujah. In the first book, Genesis chapter 24 and the 62nd verse and the Genesis chapter 16 and 15th verse and Isaac came from the way of the well Lahiroi for he dwelt in the south country hallelujah he dwelt in Birlahiroi the Bible says now Genesis 16 and the 13th verse And she called the name of the Lord that spoke unto her. Thou God seeth me. For she said, have I also here looked after him that seeth me. Hallelujah. And then when you read it down, the Bible says that place was named Birlahi Roy. Hallelujah. The well was called Birlahi Roy. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Beret. That place was named where Hagar or Hagar saw the Lord when she was fleeing from a mistress Sarai hallelujah Sarah and the Bible says God saw her God met with her and God spoke to her and 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 she named that place hallelujah which means it is a place where God sees me you can only have favor in the place where God sees you Hallelujah. You have to be in that place, in that domain where God sees you. Come on somebody tonight. But here is a contrast between Hagar and Isaac. Hagar left and never come to Beer again or Beer Lahiroi again. But the Bible says Isaac lived there, stayed there because he understood, this is the place God sees me, I will never disconnect from this place, I will never go out from this place, for this is the place God sees me, this is my domain I have authority from there I can sow from here, I can reap a hundredfold come on, hallelujah I can dig the well and the water will come hallelujah, glory to God he understood his domain and he lived and he stayed there hallelujah a place where God sees. Maybe he left, he's learned from his own story, about from his own father would have told him, hey boy, hallelujah, I was in that domain. When God called out seven times, he told me, I will bless you, I will bless you, I will bless you. But when I was, oh, you know, uh, waited and waited and waited, your mom, you know, your, your dear mom, you know, told me to, you know, go and sleep with the, our maid, Hagar. And for a minute, I thought mom's idea is better than <laughs> heavenly father's idea. <laughs> but I want to tell you, I was wrong. Because I listened to the voice of your mom and I went and lived and, and I slept 
or with Hagar and I brought for Ishmael. I love Ishmael. I like Ishmael. But the fact is, because I disobeyed God, hallelujah, and I, and I was so full of myself and I was trying to justify what I did. And for 13 years, I could not hear the voice of God because I left from the domain where God saw me. When Adam and Eve left their domain, when the walk with God was over and when they left the domain where God saw them, they saw the serpent. The serpent was, would have come every other day looking for them. But they never saw the serpent. Because when you see God, you will not go looking for a serpent. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. When they left that domain, 13 years of silence. So Isaac said, let me learn a lesson from my father. I'm going to stay in this domain it famine or winter or hallelujah summer hot or cold hallelujah cold, blessed or not blessed I'm not going to leave my domain I'm going to be in the place where God told me to be I'm going to remain there hallelujah glory to God he lived in Beer and he lived in Beer Lahirai where God saw him and God continued to bless him the Bible says the man became prosperous and he became very prosperous and the Bible says he continued to become prosperous Woo! I get to that continuation of this point only when you remain with where God sees you right people will see you hallelujah you can only have advantage when people see you when God given helpers hallelujah destiny helpers has to see you but God has to get into that room first you have to be in that room with God first and God will take you in front of people who cannot reject you. Proverbs chapter 18 and the 16th verse says, Your gift will make room for you and he will take you in front of many people. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Your gift, hallelujah, should be under the supervision, under the sight of God. To be brought before great men. Mm. Come on somebody tonight. You can have all that gift. But God has to see you. Moses has the rod. All the 40 years. But when God see him. That rod brought an Israel. A generation out of Egypt. Come on. When you are under the supervision. Under the, under the submission. When our gift under the. Oh it takes hallelujah. The shape of a miracle. It takes the shape of an authority. It takes a command. A generation. To come out of the hallelujah. Of bondage into the promised land. It will scare. Hallelujah. The greatest king on the history of the planet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is when God sees you. He will make room for you and put you in front of people, great men, mighty men. Your gift will open the door. That's why never leave the gifted place. That's a point. Never leave the gifted, never leave your calling. And when the door is open, under the supervision of the Lord, right people will see you. They can see you. That's why make sure that you are not 
arrogant or proud that's the only thing that can get you out of what God has for you self confidence is not what we want we want god confidence christ confidence cross confidence hallelujah righteousness confidence righteousness in jesus confidence grace confidence favor confidence that's what we need to have because when you have that you know that you go into a room you have advantages hallelujah that is not arrogance or pride and i say i come into this room i go to it any room i have advantages i remember long time ago when a church was just made into a trust there was a there was a sort of problem with the government officials the lord said son pray and go into that room hallelujah i don't know patrick remembers it hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord and i remember going hallelujah in front of the officer and within 5 minutes he said okay i will do it hallelujah amen blessed be the name of the lord because when you have the favor you have an advantage before great men hallelujah whichever room that you enter you have an advantage hallelujah this is not arrogance or pride this is god confidence because it is not your negotiation skills that bring you through come on somebody tonight if you are put in front of somebody it is not your negotiation skills you can get favor hallelujah god grant me favor hallelujah it is the favor of god that makes you favorable in the eyes of man hallelujah praise the lord in that room where somebody is favoring you hallelujah somebody is giving you the advantage somebody is giving you the spotlight somebody is giving you the preferential treatment it is god's favor the god will incline their heart towards you That's why in Proverbs 21:1 the Bible says the heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. He turns it. Ah yeah yeah. Like hallelujah. He turns it wherever he wishes. Come on. Somebody who is in charge to bless you. Somebody who is charged to take a final decision over your life, over your work. Hallelujah. His heart is turned by the Lord. Oh. When you are under his sight. Hallelujah. Let this be a week. Certain decisions will be turned favorable towards you. In the name of the Lord starting from today hallelujah let it be turned towards you in the name of the Lord next two weeks let there be a preferential treatment in the glory in the name of Jesus and the glory of God be on situations let everything that is turned against you leave let it be turned for you in the name of Jesus hallelujah where the heart of the king is made softer for you may not deserve it will happen because you come under his eyesight you humble yourself not only before the king the bible says in proverbs 61 when your ways pleases the lord he will make his enemies to be at peace with you people who don't like you will bless you oh come on hallelujah even the enemy will be at peace with you you go to one more level the enemy will bless you Hallelujah Exodus 12:36 the Bible says Hallelujah Egyptians Hallelujah 
blessed Israelites. Hallelujah. They opened the door. The Bible says, and the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of Egyptians so that they granted them what they requested. Thus they plundered. Ah, yeah, yeah. They plundered the Egyptians. When you are in God's sight, ah, yeah, yeah. when you are in the domain, hallelujah, when you are under the blood, when you are trusting in the cross, oh, when you are, that is the only option. Hallelujah. Even the Egyptians, even your enemies will bless you. Go to another level. Proverbs 25, 3 says, uh, 23, 5 says, Hallelujah. Yesterday they were cursing you. Today they are sitting in front of the table. They're having dinner with you. The same people yesterday was cursing you is sitting with you for the dinner. I prepare a table in front of your enemies. Oh, that's what the Bible says in Proverbs 16 and 15 to us. Just to recap some of the scriptures that we have learned over the weeks. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16 and the 15 verse says, the, In the light of king's face is life and the, his favor is like a cloud of latter rain. Hallelujah. God's favor shining upon you. Hallelujah. Suddenly, hallelujah, there is rain. There is life. There is favor. There is the glory. That the favor is like a rain falling upon you. Hallelujah. You cannot hallelujah, run away from it. Hallelujah. It is coming at you. It is directed at you. It is directed where you are. You are under it. You are all drenched with it. Let that be your experience. Under a cloudy rain, let the cloud be released over your life. Let it be directed towards your domain. Let it be directed towards your house. Let it direct it towards our church. Uh, take it somebody tonight. Divariya Sambhara. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Divariya Sambhara. Divariya Sambhara. Divariya Sambhara. Halabaraba Sambhara. Divariya Sambhara. Divariya Sambhara. Thank you Jesus. It is this rain that people will say when they are under it. There's one day of favor is worth lifetime of labor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sometimes you think why the haters are increasing. Don't misinterpret your life. Haters increase when you are favored. Ask Joseph, in Genesis chapter 37 and the fourth verse, the Bible says his father loved Joseph more than everybody else. And the Bible says his brothers hated him. They could not speak peacefully with him. When you increase in favor, the haters will increase. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus increased in favor. Immediately was rejected in his hometown. Mary increased in favor. Immediately a fear attack came and the Bible says, Mary, you are highly favored. Do not fear. Come on somebody tonight. It is because you are highly favored. It is because the favor of God comes. Hallelujah. Haters will show up. Mm. Don't misinterpret your life. Committed to the favor. Be in the domain and God will take you forward. You will have an advantage in the midst of your haters. You will have preferential treatment while your haters are there. You will have a spotlight. Hallelujah. Not the haters. Hallelujah. The 37th chapter of... Uh, Genesis to the 50th chapter. Hallelujah. The highlight is on Joseph, not on the haters. Only a couple of chapters have given to them. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. So preferential treatment. God gives you advantages with it. I heard the story of a pastor 
who tried to buy a house. He went to a very, very costly place. You know, he loved the house, you know. But the moment he saw the house and the price that is written there, he said in 13 seconds, he had a look and 13 seconds he went back because it was not affordable for him. His wife who accompanied him asked him, you don't have money or what? He said, not to buy that. Then she showed another house and said, do you have money to buy that? Oh, not that also. Then she came to the conclusion and she told the husband, that means favor is our only option. Hallelujah. Amen. Only we can buy a house, get a house is favor. Hallelujah. Amen. Then she said something that struck him. Hallelujah. She said, if I had favor for that in the past, why shouldn't I have favor for this today? Hallelujah. Come on somebody tonight. If the same God who gave you favor for that, why do you think you don't have favor for this? Come on somebody tonight. Ribadiya Sambara Adhanamanasiya. Hallelujah. But the pastor was not in his one of those good days. He said, Honey, I don't have the faith yet, but your faith may God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. And amazingly, the owner of the place, the first place they saw where 13 seconds he ran out from there, happened to ask for him. He inquired about him. And they said, you know, he's a pastor. He said, he doesn't have money to buy it. So, the Muslim owner was inquisitive about this pastor and went and listened to his sermons. After he listened to his sermons, he said, I want to meet you. He said, I want to give you this property. But he said, Sir, I don't have this price to buy it. It's too, too beyond me. But he said, What is that you can afford? And the pastor said, That is something you might not want to know. <laughs> but this Muslim man said, I am very much touched by your messages. That messages has really penetrated into my life. It has changed my life. So here is my offer. I'm going to make a contract that is affordable to you. I'm going to make an offer that is going to be affordable to you. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is preferential treatment. That is advantages. Hallelujah. That's what happens when you're in God's domain. That's what happens when God smiles at you. That's why the countenance of God come upon you. He will take you into places you can't go. He will give you things you can't afford or you should not have. And He will put you in rooms that you should not be in. Oh, come on somebody. 
10 seconds, you praise to God. 10 seconds, praise to God. Say, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I want this kind of favor, O oh Lord. Taking me into places that I can't go by myself. Giving me things uh, that I should not have. Uh, uh, putting me in rooms uh, that I should not be in, Lord. Smile on me, Lord. Smile on me, Jesus. Smile on me, Lord. Smile on me with your favor. Smile on me with your love. Thank you, Jesus. That's the time, the goodness of God will flood your life. Hallelujah. Say, that goodness is coming to your house. Look at two people and say, that goodness is coming into your house and my house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's a shift that is going to happen. Shift that is going to happen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Everybody says shift. Shift. Shift, 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 shift. Glory to God. Without doubting in your heart. Without doubting in your heart. Three characteristics of favor. Number one, undeserved. Ephesians 2 8, we know we are saved by grace and not by our works. We are saved by grace through faith. Same word, favor or grace. There is nothing that I can do to merit it. God gave me an advantage, a preferential treatment to have it. Hallelujah. The rules are broken for you. So you can have it. Now here is the problem. An expert, a sociologist said about this we know a sociologist, an expert or a student of the development structure and functioning of human society. One sociologist said, the first thing that you learn is the hardest to unlearn. The first thing that you learn is the hardest to unlearn. Example, some people learn what a husband should be and a wife should be. And it is totally erroneous. Erroneous totally erroneous and, and, and contrary to the Bible and that's why your marriage is broken into two because it will take years to unlearn it the first thing that you learn is the difficult that's why it's so important that when you're born again you come to the right church because what a church is and the church culture is of submitting to the word of God submit to the authority if you don't learn it at first and you learn it something else that I am the highlight and I, it's all about me and it's all about and you come with that understanding it will take years to unlearn it oh what praises the importance of loud praise you don't open your mouth from the time you come to church and still now thank you thank you thank you you cannot loudly praise well, god can hear you know even i say it in simple voice i i didn't say god can't god said praise so shout god said shouts of joy and victory because god said it i do it 
Not that he has got a deaf ear. Not that it's because of legalism. Not that I'm saying, you know, God does not accept you if you don't praise. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there are times and moments when God says, praise, praise. He set apart once 150 Psalms speaking about praise. Three chapters only of lamentations. 150 times of praise. The problem with us is we have 150 chapters of lamentations because we have only three chapters of praise. Importance of coming to church early or online. Importance of tuning in when it starts. Wait till it finish. Importance of today's main problem. Oh, I've learned to hear, heard that message before. But as the word of God said, you should not listen to a message that you have heard before. Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I heard once and I heard twice. Power belongs to God. Come on somebody tonight. Meditate the word day and night and you shall prosper. But because of something that we have learned or the final blessing, people leave the church because of the final blessing. Some people learn it from going somewhere else. And it's so difficult to unlearn it. Jesus said, go in peace. Only then the women who came for healing went with peace, went with wholeness. We are taught when we were young to linger in the presence of God. When we sense us anointing in this house as a young boy, you know, I've learned from my spiritual father to linger there till you grasp, catch every bit of it. Today's people wish to run away from the church. I've taught when I was young to fellowship with people after the church. People have a, need to unlearn it. Some people say, oh, I can sit at church and worship. Corporate church worship is not important. Both are important. A wonderful is brothers and sisters. Dwell together in unity. A personal prayer. Jesus has said, at least spend one hour in prayer. If you're not able to do it, I'm not going to judge you, but you need to ask grace of the Lord to say, Lord, what is the time that you want to spend with me? Praise should not become a religious word. Prayer should be spending time with God as much as God wants it. And God wants you to say that to Him. Oh, the culture of honor. The Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it's about honor and nothing else. Every disadvantage that you are experiencing can be traced back to a dishonor. Is what the great man of God, Mike Murdoch said. And you look through the Bible, it is true. Bible says Jesus could not do anything. Mighty. Humongous. According to the greatness and according to the vastness that he wanted to do in his own town because they said this man Prabhu, Joseph's son Mary's son hey we know his brothers and sisters that brought unbelief 
would not do anything. Just heal few people and he left. Honoring the parents, honoring the men of God, honoring each other, honoring the spouse. Some of us treat our spouse like each other. I'm not giving anybody plus or minus marks, but we treat our spouse very badly. And our children are learning out of it. We don't even get up when our parents come or pastor comes or somebody. We don't even show a little bit of respect to them. Because unlearning is difficult. It's something that you learned. Even racism that we hear a lot is come because of the ignorance that planted while they were young. I want to tell you all those who are listening to me, don't plant ignorance in your children. My people are destroyed. My people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. Not Gentiles, not pagans, my people. But tonight, hallelujah, since you have developed the ignorances in your life, it is important to be uprooted. Tonight, let this word uprooted, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Let it be uprooted, every ignorance. Before I sow the right seed tonight, have every wrong seed in the name of Jesus be uprooted. Everything that is not sown by the Lord, everything that is not sown by the Holy Spirit, everything that takes the freedom of the Holy Spirit in your life, be uprooted tonight in the blood name of Jesus from your life, from your church, from our children, from our generations, in the blood name of Jesus. And the people of God said, Amen. Why am I saying that? I said this. Some of us, the same thing has happened with our knowledge of God. The first thing we know about God is the first thing that we learned about Him. Our concept of God is that He is not good. Some of us, some people. Some people, He is good, but I am bad. So we are waiting for that day to try out with our performance to keep him happy and then we think that God will bless us, God will use us. So our focus is on our performance rather than his goodness. Will God be ever be happy with me? Let me tell you something. God was happy with Jesus and when you receive that Jesus into your heart, God is happy with you. Come on. Hallelujah. You are coming under that same umbrella, same love, same righteousness where you can receive. Believing in this Jesus, believing in what he has done makes God happy. Otherwise you will be like, have a slave driver mentality. Some people are not saved. Some of you are watching because you think you're not good enough to be saved. Because of the first thing, the law of the first thing that you've learned about God was wrong. Or some people living in poverty, living in average because they believe God does not want to bless them. God wants them to be poor, average. And because of that, 
they are poor because of that they cannot help somebody who is poor hallelujah praise the lord they cannot hallelujah help beyond but god said all this blessing shall follow you and overtake you come on Hallelujah. You shall be the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. Hallelujah. You should be blessed when coming in. You should be blessed going out. Hallelujah. You shall be blessed in the city. You shall be blessed in the country. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I will open the windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing that you will not have room enough to. Hallelujah. Oh, have it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I will rebuke the devourer for your name's sake. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody lied to me. My Bible says in Luke 11, if you evil fathers know how to give good things to your children, how much more my Father in heaven can give everything, every good thing and the Holy Spirit and the anointings. Tonight, I'm going to uproot you in the blood name of Jesus the bad God that is in your mind hallelujah the bad God that you have learned hallelujah be uprooted in our lives from our church may a good God the God of all grace God of all favor the God of all goodness and God of all mercy hallelujah be your God my Bible says the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies, they never come to an end. It is new every morning. And great is thy faithfulness. I like the Malayalam version. It says, Avenda snehang tal, Avenda krupay allada Hallelujah. I don't know how to put it across. Hallelujah. Because of His great mercy and because of His great love, you will not be consumed. You will not be destroyed. Your life will not go down. Wow. Mudinu Watilama. In the Pagal Kalam, Nine Mudinu Bowan, Mudikuan Nokanella, Dusta Vishas in the Bodigalabed, Nya Jamed to Pratikino, Nine and the Kurumatesh, Hallelujah, Yetere Poradi Nilkuna, Jara Dusta Vishasa, Jara Jogat in the Porigala, Jara Shabat in the Porigala, Ninakadereverina, El Ninda Kurumatin de Reverina, Oh, Deshat in the Porata Shaktiola, Hallelujah, Yeshikustubida, Digartin and Namadina, Alle Bendich Shasi to Portaki Pratikino, Hallelujah, Ninda Mel Kruba Rangate, Oh Shakti Rangate. Oh, beautify your people, Lord. Give you glory and honor, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus speak a better word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, you will do it. I assign angels tonight to every place the enemy has left. I assign angels to protect your breakthrough, protect your understanding, protect your prayer life, protect your church culture, protect your spirit of honor, protect everything that will bring you favor. Hallelujah. Protect your correct understanding of God. Protect our church from every snare of the enemy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We receive it by faith. Lift your hands as I receive it by faith. In the name of Jesus. It is so important. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12. Hallelujah. Verses 24. 
Hallelujah. That is not my portion, but I wanted to bring it to your notice tonight. Hallelujah. I've told some of the people in the church also. Hebrews chapter 12. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. That's right. Before that, the Lord is reminding me some of some of destructive forces that is coming against your life, family, finances, some of the hidden spirit of darkness sent from the pit of hell tonight because of His great mercy. Hallelujah. Lord is removing it out of your life, casting it off your life in the name of the Lord. Surely He will set you free from the snare of the fowler. Surely God is setting you free. Say it out with your mouth. Surely I am free. Surely I am free. Surely, according to Psalm 91.3, I am free. Surely He will set me from the destructive forces, from the traps. Surely. Hallelujah. Let every fear, spirit of fear, that's right, spirit of fear, I curse it out of your life. I approve it by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. The spirit of fear that is controlling you like a demonic force, like a demon that is trying to control your life in the name of the Lord. I bind it. Hallelujah. That which is binding the church through fear, I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus to leave. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. This church, this is your church. This is a spirit-filled church. This is a faithful church. Oh, hallelujah. I sign the angels, Lord, to guard the church in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, lift your hands. Hallelujah. Shout of joy, victory. Hallelujah. 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 To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks of better, better things than the blood of Abel. Hallelujah. We have come to Mount Zion, not to Mount Sinai, but to Mount Zion. Hallelujah. Verse 22. But we have come to Mount Zion. That is the overcoming church. Hallelujah. And to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, the church, to an innumerable company of angels. The general assembly and church of the firstborn who are registered in heaven. We are names are registered in heaven. To the God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the just man. Um, our spirits are made perfect. God sees us perfect in heaven. And Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. The Bible says the people is Zion, is where God dwells. It says it's a place where God rules. It's the it's the church of the firstborn. It is where the church is started. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's a place our names are registered. It's a place where spirits are made perfect. It's a place where the blood of Jesus speaks better things. And there is one more thing. The innumerable company of angels. Ay, yeah, yeah. The innumerable company of angels, which means. The Bible says in Luke chapter 11, when you cast out a spirit, hallelujah, when you cast out a spirit, the Bible says that spirit will go through all the city and when it finds that it is houseful, hallelujah, it comes back to the same president which was cast out from, from the person or from the, from the body which it was cast out. It will come and see whether there is space. And when it comes, the Bible says cleaned, swept and beautifully arranged and it comes with seven other wicked spirits the Bible said and the place uh, was 26 the Bible says the last state of the man is worse than the first my God 
That's why it's important. When you cast out a spirit, immediately reassign the angels to protect it. Whether it's your body, your mind, your thoughts, your holiness that God has imparted into you, your finances, hallelujah, your looks, your thoughts, your mouth, your influences, your parents, your family, your children, your generations, your calling, your anointing. Come on, somebody tonight. Assign the angels. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, and it'll be protected. And these guys, hallelujah, praise the Lord. If you, even they come for a tour, uh, they'll finish the tour. They'll see your blessing, they'll leave you. As the Bible says, they'll leave you in shame. Mm. I pray the days are coming, the enemies, the devils, the demons that have been cast out to you will be given one more tour into your life to send them back by shame. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody, they'll bow their heads, they will flee from your presence. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. What a good God we serve. So first characteristic, it is, it is undeserved, unearned. Amen. Hallelujah. We are not moving forward. Hallelujah. It's so beautiful. Number two characteristics, unexplained. No rationale behind it. Why I'm pastoring in the church in Bangalore? No rationality towards it. <laughs> I tried to find an answer so many times. I've never got one till today. It does not make sense. Only thing is because I'm favored. Hallelujah. I'm favored to pastor in this great city. Hallelujah. I'm favored. To be one of the voices of many great voices that will give hope in the city. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm favored. Hallelujah. I'm favored to hallelujah. I've met with some of the best people, some of the greatest hallelujah people who are serving the law and have the chance to pastor them. Favor. No merit. But the most it favor some some people does not understand this. Seed time and harvest is favor. Some of you say, How? What do you expect from a small seed? Harvest. What sort of harvest? Put it on the board, brother. Hallelujah. Look at the red forest, the redwood tree seeds. It's only this small. It's because of the picture. It's actually smaller than that. It's the red wood tree seeds. Redwood tree seeds. When this seed is sown into the ground, look at the harvest it produces. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Hallelujah. It is 200 to 240, the best ones to 350 feet high. With 10 to 15 feet wide. Next picture. Under a, a car can go through it. Hallelujah. It lives for 2,000 years. It is the tallest measured species on earth. Comes from a small seed. Look at the power of your seed. Wow. 
when you that's why the lord said he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly but he who sows bountifully come on into the kingdom of god this is why yeah yeah this is what you're going to reap this is your harvest this is your favor it will go to generations yesterday i told you there is economics there is cellphonics there is kingdomonics i told you i'll keep one for today seedomonics this is the seed time and harvest hallelujah praise god hallelujah praise the, this is the economy size of god's kingdom this is how god's economy functions hallelujah seed time and harvest and explained harvest from the small seeds oh yeah my god thank you jesus hallelujah number 3 third characteristic so go fast favor is unnecessary unnecessary favor on your life <laughs> Praise God. Unnecessary. Is it necessary for this brother to be blessed like this? I don't think so. Favor isn't fair. It says favor ain't fair. None of the accomplishment that made it happen. No rationale behind it. God was in no obligation to give it to you. That's called favor. is called the amazing favor that manifests amazing grace how sweet the sound and say a wretch like me i once was lost but now i found was blind but now i see amen Hallelujah. So Bible says favor is for life it's constant Psalm 35 says it's a position you have with God my children have a position with me hallelujah whether they're good bad ugly angry average does not matter they're my favorites because they belong to me I want to bless them just like that you belong to god by believing in jesus he wants to bless you oh hallelujah but only thing you have to understand is favor manifests in different seasons you are always in the position of favor because we are his kids but every day I don't take my children to an Armani showroom and give them buy shirt every day. I don't buy them a expensive car every day. I want to do it, but not every day. It does happen sometimes. It just happens. Without asking as a father, I will do it for them. but there are seasons that i discern hallelujah amen i don't so the moment i decide the season i don't tell them okay i'll go to do something clean my car today i don't do that when i decide to do it i do it it's a season 
It's a season when I know they have become responsible for this favor. It is always there. They are in that mode. This favor will help them to go into the next level. This favor will get them closer to their purpose. This is the season. If I put this favor upon them now, it is going to take them to the next level. Oh, come on. Glory to God. I know if I put this season, they will put that talent, they're going to increase it. Oh yeah, that's the time you put them in. That's the time also in the ministry you put people. You know, if you put it the wrong time, when I you know, became a serve the Lord the first time, I know how to do it. But over years I've learned it. You put them in the wrong season, wrong fruit will come out. But if you put in the right season, you bring a man of God, a woman of God, a hallelujah, oh, the glory of God from within them. What is the nature of favor? Nature. God does not use favor so that you can paint him as a Santa Claus. You can put him in a Santa Claus outfit and he walks in passing you the candies. Some of us have put God as a Santa Claus. Whenever you want candies, you ask. Every day we want a Christmas and a Santa Claus. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know the problem with Santa Claus? He knocks at your door. You take the candy. You ask him to get out. Come next year. You can treat God like that. Hmm. Now, nature of favor. It has to do with movement. Favor comes in when is when God is trying to move you to the next level. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at the Joseph story. You can take that as every time God showed him favor, another level. It was in the movement. There was in a movement to God's purpose. There was a movement to the next level. There was a movement. Hallelujah to hallelujah. Another, another glory. Hallelujah. That's what God wants. Not take favor and sit there. Second nature of favor. It usually shows up at the times of the greatest frustration. You may looking at uh, buying a house, buying a house, buying a house, buying a house. Nothing is working out. Nobody is helping you. You come to the end of the thing and say, Oh, I'm not going to look at one more house. And somebody calls you and show you the best house for... Take it. Wow. Because... The nature is, it comes the end of yourself. If you don't believe me, go to Luke, Luke chapter 5. The Bible says Peter was washing his nets. And the Bible says, I mean, this guy was washing it says great equipment, very costly equipment, you see. He's bought all these things to catch fish. And the Bible says Jesus got into the boat. Can you imagine Jesus taking the boat without no lease agreement, taking the boat and putting it in the middle? As we read it and go, have you ever tried going out of this hall and sitting in somebody else's bench? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Would you ever dare to go and sit at somebody else's bench car? No. Jesus is t- taking this man's boat, going, Hallelujah. Amen. And he's sitting there. Big crowd is gathered. And, but Peter didn't say a word. He allowed his means of living for kingdom work. Hmm. He allowed his means of living for kingdom work. Jesus preached and turned back to Peter. And he said, you served through your economy. And he said, now I am going to turn my economy onto you. Come on somebody tonight. You turned your means of living, your economy, everything that meant to you, you turned it to me. Now let me show you what I can do it for you. Amen. He knew Peter's means of living was fish. And Peter would have thrown that net. Nothing coming. Thrown that net. Nothing is coming. How many of you are tonight throwing your net for years? Nothing is coming. Throwing it again. Nothing is coming. Throwing it again. Hallelujah. A different way you try to throw. Nothing is coming. You have given great investment. Great businesses have started. But nothing but loss. Peter said, I've toiled no, all night, but nothing to show. How many of you are here tonight watching? You have toiled all your life. You have toiled your night seasons. Nothing to show. Anyone, hallelujah. I've been believing. I've been, I've been doing everything, but nothing to show. Tonight is a night to show. Tonight is a night to show. Come on. Not your show. It's the show of Jesus. Oh, if you believe it tonight. Jesus said, throw it on the night right side. It says, I have not caught anything. Nevertheless, I will do it again. Nevertheless, I will do it again. One more time at the word of Jesus. He threw that at the wit's end. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, did not have any more hope to throw. The greatest, the most, uh, hallelujah. Oh, looked upon the most expert in fishing. Said, I don't want to throw it. But at your word, Jesus. I'm so tired, but at your word, Jesus, I've lost all hope, but at your word, one more time, I'm going to throw it. And here is the catch. Here is the fish. Here is the season. Aha. Come on. Here is Peter's face. Wow. Hallelujah. Here is Peter's smile is back. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. And he is looking upon. There is an overflow. There is an overflow. There is an overflow. Hallelujah. And so much overflow that he had to call his business associates also to come and partake of his blessing. Now, let me tell you something. Hallelujah. All those who are associated with you, you will be blessed. Oh, come on, somebody tonight. When God blesses you, everybody who is associated with you, you will be blessed. Oh. Come on, somebody tonight. Not because of that. They did not give their boat. They didn't know. Jesus never got into their boat. Just because they were the partners with Peter. Come on, somebody. When an overflow strike, everybody who's associated will also be blessed. But if you ask me why God chose Peter out of many, why his boat when so many other boats were there? You ask me, Bible doesn't say anything. 
That's favor. Hallelujah. I can't answer that's favor. But he allowed, he sowed through his means. And God said, I will bless you with a kingdom blessing. I have to bless you. I have to show. Praise God. That brought Peter to looking at that goodness, brought Peter to his knees. Peter to his hallelujah. Praise God. The goodness of God will lead you on to repentance. The good God. Hallelujah. But first you have to get into that position where God can allow your life to be an impact. So that overflow will touch to other people, not stay with you. You have to position yourself for a catch. You need to have movement. And the nature of favor is, it shows you when you are hanging it up and when you say, I've done everything, I can't do it, that will show up. Hallelujah. So I come to the topic. Hallelujah. Remain. To remain in this favor. What is favor? Characteristics of favor, nature of favor, and how to remain in it. He says, stay close. Don't leave the domain. Hallelujah. That unearned, undeserved, unexpected, not necessary territory. Don't leave that. Hallelujah. Boaz told, stay close, remain. John 15 and 4 and the 7th verse, Jesus said, Hallelujah, 4, 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will and it shall be done to you. Amen. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit on itself except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. Just remain in me. Another version says, remain in me. Favor to remain. Hallelujah. You know what happened when Ruth remained? What Naomi did not do, Ruth did. Naomi did not remain. She went to Moab, a place where God said to completely avoid and never go and look into that place. Never associate a cursed place. Naomi went and she came back empty. When Ruth obeyed, a spirit, a cursed spirit of a generation was broken. Come on, somebody tonight. Some curse that came into that life. Hallelujah. Through an unknown place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Through a disobedience of somebody in the generation that made you to inherit it. And through one hallelujah of abiding and remaining in the territory with the heavenly Boaz, that cycle was broken. Tonight, certain cycles be broken. Over your life, if you believe it, lift your hands. Pray, pray, pray. Oh, put your hands together. Say, Lord, let every negative cycle be broken in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Last time, Ruth, I mean, Naomi said from her tribe to move into another tribe, which God said to avoid. She became empty. They already had favor in a testing time. They did not understand in a famine you are positioned for more favor and more movement. 
without understanding elimelech naomi mahalon chilion went to moab and became empty spirit of death came into their lives jesus in the garden of gethsemane when he was pressed oil pressed the bible says the place of pressing gethsemane he prayed and he allowed the favor of god to come upon the strength of god the angel of god to come upon him to take him into the next level he used gethsemane to move towards the assignment of god when we are pressed in instead of looking at the oil that comes through it we look at an easy way out every easy way out makes you empty every selfish way out will make you empty every turning back will make you empty but use your pressing place to move forward and it will make you full come on oh hallelujah it will engage you with the resurrection power of god it will engage you with the angels of god it will engage you with the heavenly daddy of god he has to prove you he has to raise you up you have put your all your faith in the daddy alone who can raise you up and the bible says hallelujah god opened him hallelujah publicly he raised him publicly what do we learn from here certain mistakes has to be avoided these kind of mistakes should not enter into your life look at jude chapter 16 one of the most powerful word one of the most powerful powerful word that i have to read you in all versions possible to you can somebody read it for me please and the angels who did not keep their proper domain but left their own habitation he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day amen the bible says and the angels who did not in the classical amplified version says the angels who did not keep care of guard and hold on to their own first place of power but abandon their proper dwelling place he has reserved in custody in eternal chains the contemporary english version you also know about the angels who didn't do their work and left their proper places god changed them the complete jewish bible and the angels that did not keep within their original authority but abandoned their proper sphere is kept in darkness the kjv version american edition and the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation he has reserved everlasting chains and nive version and the angels who did not keep the positions of authority but abandoned the proper dwelling the angels that kept not their own principality asv version but left their proper habitation new english translation you also know that the angels who did not keep within the proper domain but abandoned their own place of residence wow the message translation hallelujah and you know the story of the angels who did not stick to their post abide abandoning it for other darker missions wow the books of the bible bible and the angels who did not keep the positions of authority but abandoned the proper dwelling the tpt passion translation in the same way there were heavenly messengers in rebellion who went outside of their rightful domain of authority and abandoned their appointed realms wow the realm of favor 
I'll tell you why. The KJV and the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation. Hallelujah. NLT worship. The angels who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them. Wow. Common English Bible. For common people. I remind you two of the angels who didn't keep their position of authority but deserted their own home. Come on. They did not remain in the realm under the authority. Hallelujah. In their work. They did not take care of. They did not hold on to. They did not guard their first place of power where God initially put them in. Abandoned them for darker missions. The first estate, it was an estate. Wow. It was a habitation. It was a position of authority that God gave them. But they did not stay there. They did not stay in their original calling. They abandoned it. Out of rebellion, the Bible says, they were heavenly messengers. Left their own. Out of rebellion, they deserted their own home. The Bible says, they were reserved for everlasting chains. You know why? We think Lucifer was the most powerful angels. No. These were the powerful angels. That's why God immediately chained them. Why? Because these angels could have relationship or intercourse in Genesis chapter 6 with the daughters of men and could bring forth the giants. These were special angels, angels of power. They had that. Other, unlike other angels, they were favored. Wow. They could come to earth and have relationship with the daughters of men. They were not supposed to do it. They could do it, supposed to do it. God chained them immediately for everlasting. They have everlasting punishment. They got it in Genesis 6. Still they are chained. As while I'm speaking, still chained. But thank God we are not angels. Thank God we are saved by grace. They did not have a second chance. Thank God we live in the Bible of Ruth, of Rahab, of Bathsheba. Ah, yeah, yeah. Who came into the genealogy of Jesus. You have another chance to take back, to come back to your proper domain, to your proper home, to take back the authority, to take back the dominion, to take back the anointing, to come back to your calling, to come back to your own estate, to come back to your own home and to remain there. And God can use you. Hallelujah. For the glory of His name. If you believe it, stand up in your place. Put your hands together and say, Lord, oh, I will never desert you, Lord. I come back to you, Lord. Ay, ay, ay. Say, I want to come back to the appointed realm of favor, Lord. What does that mean? That means never leave your proper domain of salvation. Calling of your place where God has planted you. Oh, of a spirit of honor where God has put you in. Honoring your spiritual father. Honoring your parents. Your anointing. Never leave this domain through rebellion for darker missions. Hallelujah. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. So how to remain? And I'll finish it. John 15:7, the word we read, remain in my word, and my word remains in you. You ask whatever, I will give it to you. That word remain in my word speaks about the Rhema word. Matthew 4, for man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out from the mouth of God. The word that you hear, the word that quickens you, the word that gives you life. Hallelujah. Remain in the word. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 8. Remain undivided. Verse 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 8, 9, 29 and 35. Can somebody read for me please? But I say to the unmarried, to the widows, it is good for them to remain even as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. To remain as I am. Yes. Which means Paul saying, it's better not to marry. Hallelujah. Verse 29. Verse 29. Some of you, it's too late. Yeah. 29, yes. But this I say, brethren, the time is short. So that from now on, even those who have wives should be as though they had none. Ah, yes, yes. So it says... Not only to the unmarried, I'm saying to the married also. The time is near. We don't have time to waste. So even the one who have it, live as if they have none. Which means nothing come between you and the Lord. Nothing comes between you and the obedience God has asked you to do. Nothing come in between. Nothing is more important than the law. Yes. And verse 35. And this I say to your own prophet, that not that I may put a leash on you yeah. but for what is proper and that you may serve the Lord without distraction Amen so again you come back to the to all to all, all those who are unmarried got upset with the first word you know pastor you married and now you are telling us not to marry okay so I didn't say Paul said it Paul saw you then in the spirit so he came back with 35 he said I am not saying to restrict you put a leash on you but you serve the Lord without distraction Hallelujah. Remain undivided. Amen. Number three. Luke 15. I'm, I'm not going to read it, but remain with your daddies. <laughs> Whichever daddy, spiritual daddy, physical daddy, spiritual daddy, remain there. I am a living experience of staying with the daddies. Hallelujah. Praise God. My spiritual daddy. I still remember. I wanted to do an investment. Got an opportunity to do an investment about 22 years back. And I was going to do the wrong investment. I was a young boy. I was going to do the wrong investment. And the day that I was going to invest, my daddy came. And we went into a, just like into a place. Up and came with me. And up and said, don't take that, take this. Praise God. The investment was I was going to make. They got into debt, and that project became a, I mean, very problematic. Hallelujah! But the investment that I made, it became double. Hallelujah! Because I listened to my daddy, stayed close to him. 
At the age of 23, I was living with my spiritual daddy, Pastor Rajesh. I was living with him. And as a young boy, I had an opportunity to go to Bahrain to minister for three months the gospel of Jesus Christ at a young age. Because I was very close. Staying with. Always remain with your daddies. And what happens is favor, favor, and faith. Hallelujah. Number three. John 15, 9. As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Remain in my love. You want to see great favors flowing? You have to remain in God's love. And that love should overflow from you. You have to love people. Love like you have never been hurt. Hallelujah. And this favor will not leave your life. Favored to remain. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Or remain in favor favored to remain. God has favored us to remain. Hallelujah. Amen. And how to make sure that we stay in that favor? Stay in the word. Stay with the Lord. Stay with the fathers. Stay in love. Close our eyes in prayer. Amen.